Welcome to the Ellie and Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie and Bex, 91.9 CFM. Welcome to the podcast. I'm doing the podcast a little bit differently now. The people at home won't know Bex, but you and I will. We don't have to sit through the opener every time like they do. Which is remarkable because you're quite efficient with your processes, Mm. but yet for the last three years, for some reason, we've played the intro (laughs) and then recorded something separate that you insert later. Instead of just recording the insert... Going home 30 seconds earlier. Yeah, look, you're not wrong. Uh, apologies for all the time. Hey, that Rome is. wasn't built in a day. And look, the, the finished product is the same for the listener. So, you know, we don't take shortcuts. We endure pain. We talk, in this case, we didn't take the shortcuts because we didn't know it existed. So. <laughs> um, hey, today's kind podcast. Less noble, isn't it? We launched something that's going to be pretty big oh, over yeah. the next couple of weeks on our show. Uh, you'll hear all about it very soon. A lot of pressure on this one. How do you build a song that describes everything about everything around you? Mm, it's tough, uh, but hopefully we can do it. Plus, we teach our boss a new management technique, which is a bit of fun. Enjoy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Look. Something's come up that I feel like, we both feel like we need to discuss on this show. About 18 months ago, you and I embarked on a new career as music producers. Yeah, well, we just wanted to put together a a song that represented where as many people listening lived. Um, And it was really, uh, it just grew another leg and it got pretty massive and it became what was known as the Sunny Coast mega hit. Yeah, here's a bit of it, if you don't remember. 20 suburbs, 20 songs, one mega Yes. One bucket, two bucket, three bucketina, four bucket, five bucket, six bucketina, seven bucket, eight bucket, nine bucketina, and bucketina. And it basically mentioned a whole bunch of sunny coast suburbs. Yeah. I had a great, great time with you guys selecting what songs, for example, Funky Cold Badina, yes. a bit of a highlight, My what Pomona. songs would match up with your particular postcode. And he mashed it all together. Our great mate, Tim Talk, who's a legendary local DJ and a member of the CFM family, he um, polished it. You did a great video, Chaney. Uh, and for this little old radio show that was at the time sort of just starting out, yeah. um, for us as a show family, for you guys listening, it was massive. It's the biggest video we've ever done. <laughs> Little did we know, our digital department reposted it yesterday. Must have been a dry day in digital. Yeah, we haven't. No, we haven't <laughs> done, done anything worth posting for a while. Yeah. So they've popped it back up, yeah. and you know, a whole new raft of people some 18 months uh, later seeing it and a whole bunch of people seeing it again and going, mm. you know, uh, the feedback's been incredibly positive, uh, which has been, you know, quite humbling to be honest. Yeah, we never get positive feedback. It's crazy. That so is, Our boss uh, just yells at us. To, to top it all off, we got this message to our Facebook from Belle. Yeah. And she said, I just rewatched your Sunny Coast mega hit and my daughter and I love it so much that we've decided it's time for you guys to do another well, one. Cheers, Belle. It was a lot of work. Yeah, um, right, right, <laughs> Belle. The Sunny Coast needs a new anthem. First of all, challenge accepted. Well, that's the thing. You and I saw this and you, we were like, you know what? It is time for um, us to dust off the DJ decks, if I do say so myself. There was something that you said a long time ago. It was mm. just a throwaway in a meeting that we had. Mm. You were talking about, I think you were telling someone or you were telling me what certain suburbs were famous for. Yeah, I wanted to do just a phone topic yeah. on like what's your little suburbs quirk. Yeah, I think it mainly comes down to the, the fact that every time someone calls from Budrum, their phone drops out. Yeah, pretty much. That's what Budrum's <laughs> pretty much famous for. Pretty that much and it. having really windy roads but no, and being massive. When people come to the coast, like Big Boss Benny, he's um, new to the coast, right, mm. this year, they need to get the rundown of the postcodes, the places, mm. what they're famous for, Sippy Downs and the stadium, that sort of stuff. Unfortunately, you know, rather than go around to 1,800 different people and ask their different things, yeah. 
why don't we get the CFM family together and we release in time for the Olympics and everything else that's happening mm. and the growth in this area, we release another mega hit, but this time a little bit of a guidebook to what each Sunny Coast suburb is famous for. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make an anthem. Uh, we're going to be doing this over yeah. the next couple of weeks. We need your help, though, Sunny Coast. 100%. So we're going to just be hitting suburbs at random. We'll mm-hmm. update you on our socials um, later in the show. We're going to kick things off with the first two suburbs. Going to be asking the question, what's Mooloolaba famous for? What's Noosa famous for? It's going to be hard to get my suburb into this. I can't yeah. even pronounce it yet. Look, Is it well, Pariera to Parara? <laughs> Parara? You live there. No have idea. a think now. If you're listening, have a think about the suburb you live in. Oh, here we what go. What makes it famous? Because we're going to want to hear from you over the next couple of weeks while we construct and produce this anthem. Oh, maybe we can win a Grammy. Whoa! Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but 100% we could. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Are you ready, Eleanor Rose Chaney, for the shortest ever prelude to a phone topic and the audience getting involved on 545 Mm, I reckon we could do shorter, but sure. This morning, Telstra's phone system was stuffed in some parts and some people were affected. If Mm. you were, 545-1919. Yeah, now this outage lasted a long time. Mm. Initial reports started coming in at 10pm last night that Telstra Mm. was down and people couldn't make phone calls. Data was okay, but phone calls, uh-uh. And they didn't resolve it till 9am this morning. Do you think that's because everyone slept in? It was like, sorry. Well, this is the thing, right? Because <laughs> I'm a Telstra customer and I didn't notice it until I was driving to the gym. Of course you didn't. You would have been asleep. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> early this morning, I was driving to BFT this morning oh. and I was listening to Jules and Seamus and they were talking about Telstra and I didn't really think, think twice about it. And then at BFT, the parking car park is round the back, right, and you need to call a number to lift the boom gate to get in. Well, that's a bit weird. So you literally just, hey, Siri, You don't get a fob? Way. No, no, no. You just, because, and then it's, my phone number is registered to the gate because I'm a member at the gym. I know, it's very confusing, but I made this call and it's like, your call could not be connected. I'm like, what do oh, you mean? Oh, no, you've been dumped by a gym. I thought that the gym had dumped me. They'd caught you working out elsewhere. Yes, given me the, like the rejection number line mm. or something, and so I couldn't get into the car park. More likely, though, was the fact that there was a network outage. Happens all the time and it's not just our mates at Telstra. It's mm. just that uh, that was them this morning. So if you were affected by it, if, you could, if there was a phone call you couldn't make mm. today because of the outage... Get to park in front of Giddy Geisha instead. Five four five double one nine one nine. Talk about first world problems. <laughs> We're getting uh, messages. In fact, one of our uh, one of our VIPs, mm. uh, Deb Funky Chicken from Caramundi. Oh, Caramundi, of course. She's uh, messaged and said, "Bexy, I'm still affected. I can't even call in to tell my story about being stuffed because we're asking right now if if it affected you in any way. Like mm. you couldn't make a phone call, or maybe you had some sort of data issue. I know data wasn't affected, but yeah. uh, if there was something that the Telstra outage caused to an alteration in your life, five four five double one nine one nine. Thank you, Deb. Good yeah. to show that our socials are up and running. Let's go to Kerry and Doonan. Hi, Kerry. Hi, it's actually Cora, Kerry's daughter. Oh, hey, Cora. I was like, Sorry. you know what? Because it's, it's spelt on our screen and it's Kerry and whatever else. I was like, someone has really misspelt Cora. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Cora, were you uh, disadvantaged by the outage today? Mm, for a little bit. What happened? Um, we just didn't have much, like, internet at our house. Ah, uh, the old internet, you we know. Got you got stuff to do. You got online shopping. You got bills to pay. Yeah. You got to do your Woolies yeah. order. Yeah, I, get yeah, it. I think Cora. people know what the internet is. Uh, thanks, <laughs> Cora. Appreciate that. Uh, hey, let's grab this quickly from Cody in Mountain Creek. Codes, the Telstra um, little problem this morning. How did it affect you? 
because I'm uh, sick at the moment, uh, I couldn't go to work this morning. So, you know, I thought I'd do the right thing, reach out to my employer, let them know that I wouldn't uh, be able to make it into work today. Uh, couldn't do that. So, couldn't call in sick? Uh, couldn't call in sick, uh, try to follow the right uh, chain of command, you know, do the right thing. Yeah. And then I get a phone call this afternoon from said employer and they've issued me a written warning Stop because it. I did not let them know. And no. they would not believe me that I'm a Telstra customer. <gasps> well, Cody. I'm in two minds here. Part of me says they miss out of, on a plug. Yeah, no, they definitely miss out. For giving out Do you man. want us to give them a call, Codes, and yeah. explain it on your behalf and sure, say, I'm, hey, we have... I'm sure that'll help. <laughs> ...intel from the telco that they were down. Oh, oh Cody, that Cody. sucks. Well, fingers crossed that they believe you. Cody's going to be up all night learning how to smoke signal now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I hope you feel better soon, Codes. Yeah, and I hope you've still got your job. Well, That'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. Well, yeah, thank you. I um, yeah, it wasn't what I wanted to find out, but hey, no. I was affected, so yeah. it is what it is. Well, hey, you've made a good radio call. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of people were affected this morning by the Telstra outage. Yeah, and all in different ways. Ellie couldn't call. This is true. The boom gate at her gym in order to be allowed in. Yeah. I know. It's just weird. It's usually just you call it, your number's been registered, so it instantly opens for you. This morning I got your call, could not be connected. We... I was like, well, hold on, who's can bloody we... locked can... me out? Sorry, I don't mean to digress, but I will. Am I shredding too hard? Can Did we? You? Yeah, absolutely. They're scared of me, me and these guns. Can we just go back to the entry method? <laughs> can I take it back uh, 10 years when that company's, you know, looking for funds or whatever and shark tanking it? Yeah. All right, so most of you are used to just, you know, using a fob or perhaps punching in the your archaic key code to get into places. Mm. What if there was a way you could punch the key code into a completely different device, device that you might not have with you at the time and then the gate could call you back and then you could get in? No, but it's 21st century. I just call on the way to the gym and say, hey, Siri, call... Oh, God, now Siri's understanding me. Call so-and-so, yeah. you know, and then it just opens automatically. I don't have to touch my phone, nothing. Fob? Yeah, but then I have to touch the fob. This way I touch nothing but my steering wheel. You've, you've, uh, anyhow, I don't, we're clearly going to get nowhere. <laughs> and, I, and I said this to your boyfriend on the weekend. I said, does she always need to be right? And we, had a, we had a knowing nod to each other. Oh, gosh. Well, you two both just suck. Um, <laughs> let's go to the phones. We want to know. Mature response. Five four five double one nine one nine. Did the Telstra outage affect you? Was there a phone call you couldn't make or something you missed? Or could you not remotely, without touching anything, phone your gym to tell it to open the door? <laughs> We do have a bouquet of Campbell and Bradley flowers up for grabs for the best call today. Breddy is in Yandina. Breddy, did you struggle with the outage this morning? Mate, let me tell you about it. So they were given the flowers away this morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, yes, I'm onto this. <laughs> so I was trying to ring and it's like, this number has been disconnected. <laughs> I was like, on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, try- like, you, you were trying to ring so- Jules and Seamus this morning. To win the Campbell yeah, and Bradley and flowers. I, yeah, and then I tried to use my work phone, and it's like this number has been disconnected. I'm like, what's going on here? Well, that actually, but, uh, you, you know, many many years back, and I, I started out my career in Townsville. And at one stage, I remember we were running a major promotion. It was in the middle of ratings and whatever else, and you had to call to win. 
and no one was calling. And I was like, well, there's a $10,000 prize. Yeah. What had happened is the GM had forgotten to pay the phone bill. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, our oh, guys here Brady. are on to the bills. Breddy, that is a solid effort to hopefully win you those flowers you want so desperately. Yes, sweet, mate. That'll uh, get me in a good book. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Good on you, Brad. I love that. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Right now, though, uh, please welcome to the studio Big Boss Benny. Do you know what this feels like? This is question without notice. Like you've brought me in <laughs> yeah, without this notice. Is true. Well, 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 mate, you do your no, best work off the hey, cuff. We learn a lot from you, okay, in this job. <laughs> like you've what? taught us a lot about how to do good radio. That I thought maybe it's time oh my, for us like, to help you. This is a this is like a mm, sandwich, isn't no, it? No, yeah. not at all, not at all. I've been reading about a new management technique oh, that's taking okay. offices around Australia by storm. The way you say that is like you sit down with the Wall Street Journal. Did you <laughs> pinch this off news.com.au or pedestrian? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Please yeah. go on, Brene Brown. I is this like this other thing? You remember that Monday thing you pulled? Yeah, well, I did you call you me? once because I wanted to do bare minimum Mondays, which was also a trend, yes. taking workplaces. Far be it from me to be the one to keep everyone on track. Right, well, but what, see, what, have, okay. what have you read? Let's okay. just keep in mind, Ellie does four hours a day. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Benny, this new management technique is called loud leaving. Oh, okay, I haven't heard of it. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, okay. It's when a manager makes it clear that they've finished work for the day ah. and expects their team to do the same. So basically the intention is to establish good habits, set boundaries between work and home life to reduce yep. stress and improve engagement. I want to call BS on that because everyone I know who's loud left in the past, Benny, is trying to do it so they feel okay with the fact that they're leaving. They go around and go, do you want to leave, mate? Do you want to leave, yeah. mate? Do you want to leave because I'm going to leave? I smoke bomb you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this bloke, oh, this and look how much our, our well-being is suffering as a result because you and yeah. me, Bex, we're in the trenches, bro. And we what are happens here is Benny, after six every night. Benny starts early because he prefers the breakfast show and then he'll stay during the <laughs> middle on, of so the I'm day. I'm just getting a phone call from Seamus. Hang on. Oh, uh, classic. Uh, is uh, this loud? This is not loud. And then, sorry, guys, and then what will happen is is, uh, you know, very helpful throughout the day. 25 past three, like, for example, yesterday, mm. our computers crapped themselves. It was, mm. made the show very difficult. I've rushed out there to get some support, not even halfway through our show. An old mate's already home, probably into his first stone and wood. Yeah. So, Benny. <laughs> I'm listening. Like, yep. like we said, learning lots from you. You're doing a great job. Loud but labor. I just thought maybe yeah. this week we could try every time you leave doesn't matter if yep. we're on air or not. Just come past. You just come in the studio and just make oh. it well known to all of us you're leaving. Just, hey, guys. Tap and a wave. Yeah, why don't we practice? You can go outside and come back in. Would you both like a hug as well? No, no, no. We just want you to come in mid-show. I just I feel like, you know, I've got two young kids and this feels like I'm having two other kids have a tantrum. We're just trying to help you with professional development. So you want me mid-show when you're focusing on this this amazing show that often night you'll push people away when you're preparing. You want me to interrupt and say goodbye. We don't know about anyone else leaving for the day, just you, mate. Yeah, can you practice for us now? Can you just give us an example of some yeah. loud leaving if you really want to harness this Let's just see. So let's just imagine. It's, okay, no, okay. It's, it's, okay, here it's we go. No, 3.20 3 when you normally leave. Yep. I'll play this game. Okay, here we go. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so you're okay, he's walking okay, out of the he, studio. Okay, we, we got him. He's so like, good. I think he's got the shits actually. No, yeah, he's not liking it. Hey guys, I don't really want to know what you're talking about. Or <laughs> 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 no, is that right? That's <laughs> great. Yes. Yeah. Bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that break you did before that was going. Okay, then so we good. can leave the feedback for later. Yeah. How good? Anyway, how good's the office culture? I love that. Oh, I feel better already. More engaged. See you, mate. Ellie and Bex. You missed it earlier in the show. We spoke about a message we received on our Facebook after last night, the Sunny Coast mega hit that we created nearly two years ago. And when we say reposted. we, yeah. all you guys Yeah, as well. we mean you, me, 
and the Sunny Coast, Bex, we mm. constructed a medley of songs, well-known songs, incorporating Sunny Coast suburbs. Here's yes. a bit of it. 20 suburbs, 20 songs, one mega hit. One bucket, two bucket, three bucket, four bucket, five bucket, six bucket, seven bucket. Literally, we incorporated so oh, many what about suburbs. Knock, knock, knocking on Marucci door. Oh, was hey, hey. It was good. There was 20 of them. Yeah. Mm. And so this message from Bell that we received said, hey, it's time for you guys to hit the decks again. So we've decided over the next couple of weeks we're going to be creating the Sunny Coast Anthem, which incorporates all the suburbs we can and the things that make them famous. Yeah, when you talk about your suburb, when you talk about your hood, whether you live there or not, and also not just about where you live, when we, you talk about other mm. um, suburbs around the park, um, what makes them famous, and then we will take your suggestions and we'll put them into a, a song, get them professionally produced, get a music video with it, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like a booklet for anyone who comes to the sunny coast to know who's who in the zoo. Exactly, and the thing that makes your suburb famous could just be, you know, a famous landmark in it, like one by a big pineapple, fly mm. by the castle. Or R.I.P. It could be something, the waving man from Budrum. Yes, it could be something a little bit more quirky that only the real locals know. So, so we're going to go through day by day and pick out different suburbs and we want you to call us with your suggestions of what makes them famous. Because this is a song that you write, okay? Mm. So here is today's two suburbs we're going to look at. Either Malula Bar or Noosa, what have you got? When you think of those suburbs or when you tell people from out of town about those suburbs, what are you talking about? I'll give you a couple from Malula Bar. Mm-hmm. Tourists still in car parks. Yes. Well, do you know what? I feel like that can be said for both of those suburbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malula Bar and Noosa. Well, Lou with a view. <laughs> yep. Great. And the other one I've got is empty multi-storey car park. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Sorry. Good. Sorry, council. That is good. Uh, from Ulaba, I've got canals that both humans and midges find beautiful. Yeah, canals. Yeah, the canals. The midges, though, that surround the canals. Yeah. Um, things shutting early. <laughs> Everything true. in Ulaba shuts so early. Hot girl walks. Do you know what a hot girl walk is? Is that a hot girl walking down the street? Pretty much. Like, you could have just said hot it's, girl It's, a, it's kind of a Gen Z term. Like, I'm going for a hot girl walk. <laughs> Mate, you're not And cool. if you look okay. along yep. the shores of Malulabar, at yep. any given time, there are girls going on hot girl walks. All right. Noosa. Impossible to find a park. Mm, yep. Carl Stefanovic likes to fight there. Carl, no, Carl didn't. It was Michael Clark. <laughs> yeah. but he I've got here it. Michael Clark Park. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, I've also got for Noosa where everyone from around Australia, all your mates... Goes to and then says they visited the sunny coast. Yes, yes, yes. Technicality didn't. Yeah, so. yeah, I know, I know. There's a so, dividing council. Either you're from those parts, or you're just someone who knows about it, just like us. When you hear Malula Bar, when you hear Noosa, what are they famous for? What's making this song Sunny Coast? Ash is in Noosa. Hello. How you going? Good. Going Ash. All right. How long have you lived in Noosa? Two years. Yep, so long enough to get a good feel of things. Yeah, that makes you a local. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Tell us, what is it that you think makes Noosa famous? Well, it's something that's sort of built up over the years and it's starting to go crazy now. And I can't believe you haven't already said it. It's the cool cabana on Main oh, Beach. Oh, Ash. You're so right. I thought he was talking about Pokemon Go. It's um, <laughs> Noosa is the home of the Cool Cabana, right? Yes. Isn't the inventor of Noosa in the inventor the invent- of Cool Cabana no, in Noosa? No, you had it right the first time. The inventor of, the, of Noosa is in a Cool Cabana. <laughs> He's uh, original, original Noosa Cool Cabana started in Noosa, and whenever you go to Main Beach, uh, there's a sea of cool cabanas. Yes. There you go. You're absolutely right. Ash, Ash that's the sort one. of gear we want, mate. Well done.
No worries. Hi, Glenn. Which suburb are you going to be contributing a suggestion for today? I'd like to suggest Malulabar. Okay, great. Right, Glenn, that's good because we've got solid entries for Noosa so far. Mm. What do you think uh, Malulabar is famous for? What goes into the song in your mind? Well, mate, it's, it's only one thing that Malulabar truly is known for around Australia, mm. and that's their prawns. Yes. Malulabar prawns. <laughs> Leno, you are not wrong. Some of the best. They are delicious. Oh, God, I can yeah. taste them in my mouth yeah, why, right why now. Did you so do, juicy and crunchy. Why did you do that, Glenno? Now I'm going to have an absolute parasite for a co-host for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I reckon that well, is... I actually used to work on the trawlers, so I actually I used to taste them fresh, and they are going on the best. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'll tell you Wholeheartedly. What, I'm salivating, and I reckon... I mean, it's people's choice at the end of the day, but I reckon that's just about a lock for Malulaba. Yeah, good on you, Well Glenno. done, Glenno. Yeah, no worries. Oh, I love this. All right. Well, we've got a few suggestions in the can yep. um, for our Sunny Coast anthem, but if you've got any for your suburb, please head to our Facebook right now, Sunny Coast. Um, there's a post up there. You can comment on that, and we'll use those suggestions to help construct this song over the next couple of weeks. Ellie and Beck. 91.9. I'm a big fan of uh, Gordon Ramsay, as I've said, Chaney, but last night I flicked over a reel of him and it said how to cook the perfect Australian burger. Like every other cooking person at the moment, chef, whatever, mm. they can't cook without slapping the food down and, you know, they, they don't do things gently. It's always like... Yeah. I ran in the video you're referring to yeah. and does it sound like he's cooking or does it sound like he's bashing someone up? Have a listen. That sort of stuff's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, there is a local bloke who does it with finesse. I don't know if you've seen Dobbers from down at Market Bistro. He mm. does a lot of really cool videos, that bloke. Uh, and he's always showing the techniques and whatever. But these days people are all like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Anyhow, Gordon, Gordon makes the ultimate Australian burger. It's got meat on it, mm-hmm. cheese, a bit of onion and some tomato. And an egg. And an egg. Yep. My question is this. Where's the beetroot? Yeah, look, you've got a point here. Um, because every time you see an Aussie burger on a menu, it has beetroot. I know. And you go to other countries and there's no beetroot. And you yeah. come back here and there's beetroot. It's I'll take or leave it, TBH, yeah. the beetroot. Well, I guess what, what, what makes an Aussie burger for you? Well, uh, I just wanted to read out a quick little fact, sorry, before I get to that. Yeah. Because on the beetroot thing, it's not until the 1940s yes. that it was believed that beetroot made it made its appearance on burgers as part, get this, of a prank on US troops. So Australians yep. said to the US troops that, hey, we have beetroot on our burgers here, and, and then liked the lol. Yeah, but be honest, it's delicious, the sweetness that it brings. Look, I ask you the question again to you, what makes an Aussie burger? A good cheese and a good beef. It has to be that a good, every, like, That makes every burger beef. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like saying what makes an Aussie burger a bun. Yeah. What do you mean? Wait, what? It's like it's, a, it's an essential agreement. It is an essential agreement. Well, I'm one for a bit of relish on my burger. Oh, this is just... <laughs> Which I is... feel like could it could be construed as okay. quite un-Australian. Let me put it this way. If I blindfolded you mm-hmm. and you know, flew you around the world, mm-hmm. put a few burgers in front of you, how would you know that the one you were eating was made it's by It's the beet It's got to be Australian. the beet Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with you. This is and we've got a professional. Yeah, oh, this is really interesting. One of our mates, Joey, who for many years uh, operated um, the Good Bar, which was a fantastic burger venue, but also now Miyako and others. Interested to hear your thoughts, and you've called up, so it all makes sense. What makes an Aussie burger? No, 
Hey, Libby. How are you guys? You good? Hey, good, good, Joey. He's still in. He's still in nightclub mode. He's, he's greeting. The last time I saw Joey was yeah. at Miyako. Actually, yeah, by he was the on way, the <laughs> I, can I just say before we go on? No. Vis-a-vis Miyako. Whatever Ellie says, I'm not financially responsible for her, okay? I'm not picking up any tabs. <laughs> she was actually pretty well behaved. Yes. She kept asking for some songs, but she was pretty well behaved. Oh, yeah, I did want Cash's TikTok a lot. Anyway, uh, we digress. <laughs> Joey, in your professional opinion, yep. what makes a good Aussie burger? Well, we're the only country in the world that you can eat the um, coat of arms. So emu and uh, kangaroo on one burger, I think, makes a true Australian burger. Wow, an emu burger. Have you ever eaten emu, Joey? Because obviously a lot of it... Emu's delicious. Is it? I have. Emu steaks are like some of the best steaks I've ever had. Really? Does it taste a bit like chicken? It's actually red meat. It's it's red meat. It's it's different. It's like, yeah, it's a red gamey meat. It's pretty cool. Wow. So kind of like a duck kind of situation or a... Yeah, a bit. It's honestly like a steak, like a really good rare steak. Yeah, right. Interesting. I mean, yeah. kangaroo's yeah. good. I'll take a kangaroo. Oh, what is this? What is this? Show, what is this show turned into? Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Joey, Thank you, Joey. Best of luck. Um, look and look out for Ellie this weekend at Miyako. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll keep an eye out. I'll make sure I've got Keisha for you. Thank you. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> he won't play it, but he'll have it. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Layla and her mum Catherine are in the car. Hi, guys. Hi, Ellie. Tell us, what do you guys think makes the perfect Aussie burger? Well, my mum and I put our two heads together and we reckon the thing that makes an Aussie burger really Aussie, it has to be bacon and barbecue sauce. And a a bunch of other things with it. And pineapple. No, 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 pineapple. (laughs) What did she say, pineapple? Pineapple. But Layla wants pineapple. Pineapple. Cameron does not want pineapple. How do you guys feel about beetroot? I like beetroot, actually. So I, I actually quite like everything but an egg on my Aussie burger. Oh, you don't like the egg? I'm not an egg person, so uh, but I do know it does make an, a really good Aussie burger. It does have to have uh, you know what? Yeah. I've got to say, girls, first of all, for your ability to work together. Yeah, great okay, teamwork. And hear each other's, you know, hear each other's, uh, you didn't necessarily have to agree. Mm. Um, I think I think we're going to all learn a lot. Um, and also I like yeah. the fact that Catherine's like, I don't like it, but I can see why other people would. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very diplomatic of you, Catherine. I like that a lot. Lovely stuff from you. <laughs> Thank you, girls. Obviously oh. thought a bit about it. And it's good to get a family conversation started. This will continue on. Well, look, if people are having burgers for dinner tonight, it'll be happening around the We're not table. happening helping them with their nap land, but we're <laughs> getting them talking about <laughs> oh. that. Oh, don't say the N-word. Uh, hey, uh, is this Brocky? Yeah. Hey, Little Brocky. legend. He's 11. He's from Maroochydore, and he's not afraid to share his opinion. What makes a burger an Aussie burger? Well, I actually got to agree with the first lady. I reckon pineapple makes one and barbecue sauce. A lot of, lot of chat for barbecue sauce. Yes. I would have thought tomato sauce is more Aussie than barbecue sauce. Oh, por qué no los dos? Just do a bit of both. Why answer that yeah. question in Spanish? <laughs> Because the Can old El Paso girl will live with forever. Yeah, you of can. Well, it's about time someone laughed on this show, <laughs> Rocky, so go for it. What's the difference between an egg and a beetroot? Oh, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Brock, you Brock, are 11 Brock, years old. Brock, did your old man teach you that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say the punchline to that and we are off the air. Yeah, Brock, yeah, no, Brock. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Have a great day. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.